Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone, this is The, the Big, Big Ones! Each I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to talk about, but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Steve A.G.? Wow, that was really impressive. Yes, right? Yeah. You didn't read it. Didn't read I think it. Last time I was here, you might have read. Uh, yes, Maria read it for the first two years, <laughs> two years. and then she finally <laughs> memorized it. <laughs> I mess up every now and then. Can you blame me? No, I don't. I I have a horrible memory. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> <Yeah>. Michael. <laughs> Who's? Oh my! Michael you called Blasucci. me Michael. That's my uncle's name. I knew a girl named Michael in college. You do? Yeah. Did people call her Mickey? No, they called her Michael. Mikey. I knew a girl named Mikey. Okay. Did she like it? Uh, yeah. That's a reference to a Life Cereal commercial. Oh, hey, he Mikey, likes it. he likes it. I think it's gonna move this a little bit closer. Uh oh, Amanda's All adjusting. Right. We'll do. Eat the mic. Eat do the I need mic. to but eat no, the mic? You talk pretty loud, so you don't have to eat it too close. But just you know, enough so Taste I can hear. Yeah. Take a nipple. I might scream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's everyone doing? Let's check in. Let's do our daily oh, check-ins. Yeah. Yeah, the three of us hop on the the horn every morning and do our, <laughs> do our daily check. Everyone okay? <laughs> Should we do highs and lows of the day so far? Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. It's that's... only one fifteen p.m. So okay, you start. Um, the high was honestly this piece of almond butter toast I ate before you guys came over. Mm-hmm. It just really hit the spot. And the low was waking up this morning. I w- woke up in a bad mood. Mm. Hmm. let's see okay my high was um i got a new rug for my living room today today wow that is and it came in, it came in the mail it came it, well it came i was doing dishes and i looked outside and i saw the fedex man drive up and i and i started craning my neck i said could it be could it be is it here and lo and behold here he came with this little uh cylindrical uh rug in tow where's cool. your rug from what kind of rug is it it's a it's just a it's a it's like a grayish white with some design on it Circular it's very simple or is no it it's square? square uh it's from uh overstock i'm not look i'm not making the big bucks i'm not going there's I'm, nothing wrong overstock with a good deal yeah. under 200 Great. under 200 uh, you know i always say buy cheap rugs especially when you have pets mm-hmm. because the pets there's no stopping them you yeah. know they're shitting everywhere so then I started rearranging my living room a little bit and I really cleaned it. I have everything. Oh, I moved I feeling. moved everything out. Yeah. And then and now I'm slowly moving things back in. So that's my high. Is everything out by the pine cones? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> have we told the listeners about how Maria I think last I think time I was did. here, yeah. Keeps a pile of pine cones outside of her door to ward off evil spirits. You know there's an apartment open in our building. What? Yeah. The lady that moved across from the pine cones then that door when you're walking up to rob and kate's is open so it's a bottom floor bottom floor one bedroom i'll look into it all right um and then the low was maybe um yeah i'd say waking up (laughs) (laughs) i think my high and low are the same thing Oh my god! You know how when we were emailing about a time to record this week, I, mm-hmm. I said uh, I can do Wednesday at one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a, a phone meeting at four. And we were very impressed when yeah. you said that. Um, well, it turned out my f- phone meeting was at eleven a.m. 
I was just getting ready to leave and go get something to eat and mm-hmm. coffee. And my manager texted me. She's like, you're still good to get on the phone in five minutes, right? And I was oh like, my oh. God. Thank God for that, though. And uh, so that threw me off and made me uh, um, anxious. But after the meeting was over, I was like, oh, now I have the whole day free. I think it's always better to get those things out of the way. I do, too. Early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was the phone call? It was great. It was about Patreon. Mm. You talked to Mr. Patreon? I, t- I talked to Carl Patreon this morning. <laughs> and? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Patreon. That's great. Might, uh, it's a go. Do a it's a go. Page. It's a go, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, I think we that's great. We all checked in. We all have who knows what our highs and lows for the rest of the day are going to be. I mean, it yeah, could get it could crazy. It could get it could crazy. I have a feeling my high is going to be around 8 p.m. Okay. When I finally settle in, turn on Pen15. Have you started watching it? I started. I watched the first episode. Did you like it? Yeah, it's super fun. Because normally I kind of roll my eyes at like early 2000s nostalgia. It's like it's mm-hmm. everywhere now. Right. But this one, I honestly watched it with the hugest smile on my face because I was like, this was my experience. I know. Isn't that Maya Erskine girl so good? Oh, they're both fabulous. Yes. Yeah. You should watch it. All right. Just putting it I out there. You guys watch Pen15 Russian on Hulu. Dolls, so I need something to watch. How's that? I'm watching Russian Doll right now, too. That I might put that on as well. At the I same would. time. Yeah, I have three picture TVs picture. in my living room. It's surround vision. <laughs> Uh, I watched The Lost Boys last night. Have you guys seen that movie, that 80s movie with Corey Lost Spell- Boys. Oh, the, the, the Lost, Lost the Boys. Lo- Lost Not Boys. the Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Have you seen it, Amanda? I don't for think Sutherland. So. It would really th- throw you for a loop, I'll really? tell you that Did much. it make you horny? It didn't make me horny, but it boy did they the try. 80s. But boy did they try. There was one scene, they like just went into this sex scene. Like It was like um, the guy, in this very 80s, the guy and girl start kissing, and then it like fades out, and you're like, okay, I get it, Like they're together. But then it fades into now them on a bed, like now yeah, making love. Yeah, weird cross dissolves <laughs> in the just... sex, where it's like, oh, time has passed, was, and they're oh, still it doing like it. It sounds like it's like the room. Yes. yes. Um, but I I check it out. That movie was pretty insane. Yeah. Shot in Santa Cruz, but they called it like something um, like Santa, Santa Carla. Carla. Yeah. And wait, just one more. I had we oh, and I watched Battle of the Sexes. I watched that movie, that Emma Stone movie with Steve Carell. Where she's oh, playing Billie tennis. Jean King. Ah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Well, we watched uh, a little Netflix documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, oh how's that? I've heard things. It's upsetting. <laughs> That's the whole, the whole purpose. Yeah, I'm going to stop short of recommending that. Really? Yeah. Because what happens? Someone's just literally out getting the mail? and then- No. Nope. It's literally like if like I abducted your child and you let me. Like, we were friends. Deep End of the Ocean type stuff. Remember that movie? That Whoopi Goldberg movie? Deep End. Do you remember? No. Deep oh, yes, End of the yes, Ocean? Yeah. It's called with Mich- Deep End of the Ocean? Yes. That's it's with Michelle name. Pfeiffer, and uh, she has a kid who gets abducted by the by her, like, best friend. Yeah. It's essentially that. Kind, yeah. kind of. I mean, it, it is full of twists and turns, and, you know, you're not going to believe it, but... I watched the Ted Bundy one. Mm-hmm. That one was good. And, like, I had to turn it off after a while, because it was bumming me out yeah I'll, i love like we're also rewatching game of thrones so i've just had a lot we just watched red the red wedding episode again Ooh. i've just had a lot of darkness coming at me and normally i love it that's all i want to watch but it my dreams have been yeah. nightmares that's yeah. why you got to do what i did the other day and watch uptown girls <laughs> <laughs> with Brittany murphy and dakota fanning i might check out ramen girl Ramen Girl. What's that was that? a very, a little a lesser known Brittany Murphy vehicle where she goes to Japan and works in a ramen shop. What? Wow, I don't know that at all. Ramen Girl. I can't recommend Uptown Girls. That's for sure. That movie <laughs> is nutty. That there that movie's nutty. But um, anyway, so Steve, we like to start off the podcast asking if our listener is any little big ones. I know. Our guest has not our listener. I am our a guest. listener too. Do you uh-huh. listen? Yeah, I was just listening to the. Human Centipede episode oh, on the way over here. Yeah, that one was grotesque. I, you know, I did a, a short film for Funny or Die with Rob Hubel and John Daly where we played guys who were survivors of a human centipede. And it was like a support group. Uh-huh. And uh, they really resented my character because I was the guy in the front. Mm, very and they good. all had scars on their mouths and were like <laughs> really fucking hated me. 
That's a funny yeah. concept. Can pe- people find that anywhere? Yeah, if you, I mean, you could probably, I, is Funny or Die still around? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like, on YouTube. You can find it. It's called like Human Centipede Anonymous, I think. <laughs> with me and James Urbaniak and Matt Besser. It's funny. It sounds fun. Yeah. So before we start, Steve, have you heard about our Patreon page? I absolutely have. So would you, we've lately been doing our own asks um, for people to help, yeah, grant support. But yeah. since we have you and you're a man mm-hmm. and you have a booming voice and yes. you, like people do what you say, right? Mm, always. So would you please do our ask for us? Hey guys, um, I know since you're already listening to this, you're a fan of this podcast, which means you should help keep the podcast going. That means go to iTunes or wherever you listen and rate and review. It makes a difference. Go join the Patreon uh, page and uh, give a little to help uh, keep things going if you like this, which you do because you're listening. And what will you do to them if they don't? I will break your necks if you don't. I know where you all live. Thank you. It's in the analytics. (laughs) That's great. Steve, that's good. two listeners in South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find them. It's a quick trip. Thank you, Steve. That Mm -hmm. was so moving. That was was moving. Well, do you have any little big ones that you need help with? I don't have anything morally questioning, but I am turning 50 years old in five days. (gasps) Nope. You're not happy this about is, it. This is part of my problem is I'm not mm. excited about it. Are you this. having a party? I'm going... When is this coming out? Next Tuesday. Okay, so I will be back. I'm going to the Madonna Inn with some friends. That's and fun. Bringing all my photo equipment and lights and That's so costumes great. and we're going to do weird photo stuff. Are you taking the train up? No. Okay. I'm going to drive because I have so much shit yeah, to bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I might have a 50th birthday party here in town with right. uh, Ricky Lindholm. That'll be fun. We did that last year, too. But so, I'm, I, f- I feel weird complaining about t- turning 50, especially around people who are over 50, which I have a fair share of friends who are like, fuck you. Right. It's fine. But I'm, it's a huge, it's a big birthday. It's like, you know. I'm upset about it. Right. Well, what yeah. are you upset about? Being closer to death. Mm. I'm now, and they say this is middle age, but I'm not going to live to be a hundred. Most you likely, could. maybe, but probably not. I was probably middle aged, like around thirty five, between thirty five and forty. That was probably middle age for me. Mm-hmm. So it's a mortality thing. I don't deal well with mortality. I I remember. Um, when I mean now today, especially in LA and people like we know um, who are fifty, like fifty is so young. Like everyone, you know, Matt's a little bit older than me, so he has friends who are turning fifty, and it's like it doesn't feel like old at all. But I remember when my parents turned fifty, they had like over the hill birthday parties, Oof. and at the party supply <laughs> store, they have all those decorations that are like over the hill, and it'll be like the cake topper is a tombstone. Oh my. My God! See, this is why, this, is, this is why I have issues with fifty. I wonder if they still do that because it doesn't seem right. I mean, it really is such an eight. Like, it's not like like I can see feeling that way about like seventy, but fifty seems like thirty, doesn't it? Like, no. in the- <laughs> you know, what's a bummer is when you're filling out an online form. Or application or something, and it comes to the age, and you have to scroll down to your yeah. year. Uh, like yeah. now, I'm at a point where it's like I have to scroll down yeah. a couple times all the way to the right. to 1969. I mean, I understand like aging. So I'm just turning down the heat real quick. Um, nice. Aging is difficult. I mean, I think about that now as someone in their 30s. It's like I'm like, oh, I'm a third of a year, a third way through my life, like at the most, right. at the least, or at the most. At the least. Yeah, all this stuff can set me into a panic. Um, But I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you kind of quell those feelings. Like, what's a way to think about it that doesn't, that, what's the positive way to think about it? I think it'll be just like when I turned 40. It's weird at first, and then a couple years in, you're just like, well, I'm in my 50s. How were your... Oh, go ahead, Amanda. I was going to say, it's almost like you just can't even really think about it. You just have to yeah. keep living your life. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I remember last year at my birthday party, uh, Jeff Ross, the comedian, was there, and he was he's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 49. I'm like really dreading 50. I don't know what I'll do for my 50th birthday. And he's like a couple years older than me, and he said he for his 50th, he didn't make it about one party on his 50th birthday. He's like, I celebrated the whole year. like, And not like one of those people who's like, it's my birthday month. We're going yeah. to Disneyland next week and <laughs> Benihana this weekend. Right. No, he's like, I just did shit that I've never done that I wanted to do. Like went to Hawaii or That's I went on a trip a here. And I just it. spread it out over the whole year. And it was like a really fun year. That's a good way. That makes the 50th year kind of stepping into the new chapter of your life, which is like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Because it's like you've worked so hard up until now. It's like now it's me time, baby. You haven't worked hard? I haven't worked that hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an actor. I haven't worked that hard. I mean, it can be hard. How were your 40s? Pretty great. You Hmm. liked them? Yeah. Did you, once you turned 40, did you find that that you kind of let it go? Yeah, it it didn't seem much different than my 30s. 30s and 40s were great. 20s were horrible. Really? When you look back on them, you're like, oh, everything was so dramatic in relationships. Because you're not in that many relationships when you're in your 20s. So every breakup is like just yeah. horrifying. Like I have, you know, friends who are in their 20s or late 20s that I've worked with. And they'll be going through a breakup and just like crying and i'm like trust me when you're my age you will look back on this and go oh i can't believe i let that affect me so much and yeah i also i can't even imagine that i dated that person in my 20s right so have do you feel like each sort of decade you've gotten things have gotten better yeah i don't think that stops necessarily until maybe you get into the 80s and 90s and health issues <laughs> And start Happen. losing your partners and friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still have a good couple of decades, I think. I think the seventies cool. are going to be really fun. Yeah, really? that's when you can relax. I think so because you're like, well, whatever I've done, I've done. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, when am I really going to get something going? Now, yeah. Let's just like you know. That's why you got to do so much before you turn seventy, so that like so that you can have this wealth and this world built up. So then you can just at seventy kind of sit back and relax and enjoy the show, you know. Yeah. Or you just move out of L.A. and like retire in a nice house. For sure, you go retire to Sedona or somewhere cool. Yeah, and you work on your memoir. Yes, mm-hmm. that's why you got to keep. I hope you're taking notes. I do you're... take notes. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I take notes about Steve. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, writing thanks, for your memoir. Yeah, yeah, it is an interesting. We as a culture kind of look at aging as such a, a negative thing, and especially in our business, we look at it as a negative thing. And I wonder if there's kind of a way to flip it where you think as of it as a positive thing. It is hard. I mean, are do you guys are you the type of people who typically get the birthday blues anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always get a little bit emotionally. Let's say uneasy around my birthdays <laughs> i've been known to sob um at, at, at birthday dinners sob at birthday dinners. i was at it was like my 27th birthday uh if something like that or 26th birthday i was at dinner with my parents and my brother and we were sitting there at dinner and we were at the same place we had gone when i like 10 years earlier for my 16th birthday sushi no, it was oh. uh, it was a nice Beverly Hills establishment, and then I Stinking started. Rose, <laughs> yes, <laughs> La Cienega's finest. <laughs> so I was sitting there, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's been ten years since I had that birthday here," and then started thinking back about that and how like ten years had passed, oh, and yeah. then I just started sitting there silently sobbing with tears running down my face as my parents, my brother were like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I kept nodding my head. I was just sobbing silently, and that was you at twenty seven. Which is so young, mm-hmm. and so just can to, you imagine it's just like what it's like now? We're always going to feel old, even they if go by so fast we are too, old. Yeah. Like you might as well just feel young. Yeah, you know, because even when you were twenty five, you were like, "Oh my god, I'm almost 30. That's I think about that. I'll be like, you know, if when I'm forty five, I'll look back at when I was thirty two, which is what I am now, and I'll be like, "God, what an idiot! She was so young, and I've never looked better. I've never, you know." Well, 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm <laughs> trying everything I can to feel better about. It. I hired in December. I hired a personal trainer. That's great. How's started that going? the keto diet. I've lost 25 pounds. Steve, that is so awesome. Is awesome. Because I wanted to hit 50 already in the process of taking care of this. I didn't want to hit 50 and then have a nervous breakdown yeah. and be like. Oh God, I'm 40 pounds overweight. I gotta lose this much. Right. This, where? Oh, this is just daunting. I just wanted to get a head start on it. How's the keto going? It's good. It's good after the first week. Right. How do you miss sugar? Um, I don't. You don't miss sugar. You don't miss it. It's weird that the first week is the is really the hardest. You know, because um. And I was really strict the first two weeks. My trainer was like, we did all these like tests, like these, you know, body tests and blood and your fat index and water weight and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, so for the first two weeks, you have to be super strict. He goes, I don't want you having any sugar and no carbs at all. Keto is low carbs, but he's like, for the first two weeks, I don't want you have it, having any because then we're going to test you again and see how your body reacts to just pure eating of like protein and vegetables right. and stuff. And um, he goes for the, you know, the first two weeks, he's like, you can eat as much as you want, as long as it's like protein or vegetables or fiber. So I was never hungry at all, which was a worry of mine. Right. But my brain was just like, Hey man, where's the pizza? Where's there were days I I made a list. I made a list on my phone. I was constantly making a list of food that I wanted to eat. Uh-huh. I had this long list of just like crazy shit. One day I woke up, it was like five days into it, and I just the first thing that popped in my head when I opened my eyes was an Oreo blizzard. Wow. I haven't had one in twenty years, and for some reason I was just like I would kill for an hour, right. and I couldn't stop thinking about it the whole day. And then day six, I woke up and was like, no more cravings. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, all right. You're like, ooh, a hard-boiled egg. Well, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Scrambled eggs, yes. I don't like hard-boiled eggs. I know. They're kind of nasty. But you can have all the bacon you want, all the butter you want. Yeah. Mm. All fat, baby. It was weird because I wasn't even having uh, dairy, which is fine. Uh, but I wasn't eating dairy because I only ever eat dairy when it's on like pizza or nachos or a cheese sandwich or on a burger. So I was like just not having dairy and I felt amazing. Mm. I wasn't having sinus problems, no allergies. Wow. That is what's amazing about milestones is that they can really force you to make life changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the new year. Remember we, we were all on the, when it turned 2018 When I was year. wild in 2018. That mm-hmm. you were doing our podcast and we mm-hmm. also were making changes this year. And yeah. now we're talking about making changes at 50. That's nice. <laughs> well, Steve, I think it's going to be a great next decade for you. I think it looks be like you're, right. you're stepping off on the, the right foot. That's mm-hmm. for sure. How amazing to lose 25 pounds. In how long did that take? Like, uh, I mean, it's been two months. It's slowed down a lot because you initially lose a lot of weight really fast because it's water weight. And, uh, also, I'm going to the gym and lifting weights, so I'm adding muscle, which is weight. So it's now to a point where I maybe will lose a pound a week if I'm lucky. But my shape is changing, even That's though I'm great. not like losing weight fast. And then I had that whole thing with the kidney stone surgery, which led to a week of me just laying on my couch mm-hmm. and like feeling depressed. So there was a week where I was like cheating like crazy. Mm, I was just it. like comfort foods when yeah, you're totally. super depressed i was like well fuck pizza will make me feel so after happy. you cheated was it hard to get back to the diet not really because i i knew what to expect and i knew how good i would feel afterwards mm, that's so great yeah and you know people are noticing because your name got brought up the other day i forget where i was i was like oh i haven't seen steve aging in a long time and someone said i forget who He's looking really great, and he seems happy. Lost some weight. Feel good. Yeah, it feels good. Wow, who who was that? I think it was... It may have been Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Our 44th president... Was he 44? Or? I don't know. I'm bad with yeah, presidents. He's 44, yeah, yeah. I don't remember who it was, but it was definitely someone of note. Was it a girl? It was definitely a girl. Ooh. I think it was um, Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> 
Oh my God. It was Emma, Emma Watson. It was Emma Watson. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched The Bling Ring. Oh. Oh. Interesting. I know. That wasn't that interesting. Based on a true story. Based on those true bling ringers. That movie made me really mad just based on everybody was so like the, crazy in that movie. I, I was know. just like, oh, these people are <laughs> despicable. I, I, I have not really mad. I have not seen it. You should see you it. Should it's see interesting. It. What are you looking up? I'm just putting on some music for when I say the big one. Oh, yes. Okay. So we're going to get to the big one now. I think we've got a Very really excited. good one. Is it still movie related? It's oh, yeah. still movie related. These are- this, is this season five right now? Uh, Yes. Because season four was the movies. No, this is oh whatever season. we're in now is the movie season. I think season five. I don't know what I'm talking about. It well, might be season. You, you probably know more than we do. Um. Yeah, we're still on still on movies. I don't know what season we're on. Jeez, Louise. I think it's five. I think it is five, and this is movies. Oh, I guess we are on season four. But I put on the last one, it was season five. Okay, oh I have to change that. Thank you for pointing this out. Wow. Okay, are you guys ready for the big, big one? Oh, my God. I'm going to put so on a little music. Yeah. You are a 16-year-old mermaid princess dissatisfied with your underwater life in the kingdom of Atlantica. One day you swim to the surface and see a ship. The handsome Prince Eric is celebrating his birthday. Just then, a violent storm hits and you drag the prince to safety and sing to him. You fall in love. Unfortunately, contact between people and humans is forbidden by your father, King Triton. That's not very nice. Desperate to be with Prince Eric, you visit the sea witch Ursula. She gives you a choice. She will transform you into a human for three days in exchange for your voice. Within these three days, you must receive the kiss of true love from Eric. If you get Eric to kiss you, you will remain a human permanently. Otherwise, the witch will trans- Otherwise, you will transform back into a mermaid and belong to Ursula... Would you give up your family, your voice, and your mermaid tail for true love? <laughs> your face while you were reading that was oh, so earnest. That is sick. That's sick. <sighs> well, would you? See, now, the the backstory is she used to play Ariel at I didn't know, it? Yeah. So she that's how she used to talk She's to those pilot kids. pilot about it. She used to talk to those kids like that. She used to give her a story. Is what would you say to the kids when they'd come up to you? I'd say, oh, I'm awfully hungry. Would you like some seaweed cupcakes? Seaweed? <laughs> My what friend you? Flounder is so neat. Ooh. <laughs> but were you wearing, like, flippers? I had a tail on. I go, and you were oh. walking on the ground? She no, was I was sitting in her coat. I was crawling. No, I was, <laughs> I was beach? in. Can someone please drag me to the water? I was in a seashell, and it was really crazy. You had to walk through this tunnel they'd call the rape tunnel, and oh there would be like an inch of water on the floor. And then you'd pop up, and the seashell would be turned around, and you had to sit in the seashell, and you had a button you'd press. There was another person back there who had to press a button simultaneously, and a person in front. There was a third button, and all the buttons had to be pressed, and then you'd it's like spin around. Football. <laughs> Oh my God! You'd spin around, your shell would spin, and you'd just be waving to everyone. Why did everyone have to press the button at the same time so that no one, a kid, didn't like run up and get squished or something? Oh, oh so my it was God! Dangerous. It was dangerous, yeah. But obviously, this is from the Little Mermaid. Whoa, Steve, have you seen the Little Mermaid? Mm-mm. Are you, you serious? serious? I haven't seen most animated movies. I've what? never seen a Toy Story, a Shrek. Never saw. Uh, was called up in why the air why or... didn't you see anything i don't know for me like if i'm gonna pay 15 dollars to go see a movie for some reason i'm like uh this better be live action and there better be some people working for this money i just equate animated movies with saturday morning cartoons where i'm like i should just watch this at home when it comes out and then i never do yeah steve you're missing some very Brilliant movies. I know. I've the only movies, animated movies I've seen. I saw the last two Wreck It Ralphs because Sarah was in them, mm-hmm. and she brought me to the premieres, and I thought those were great. And but before that, the last animated movie I saw was Finding Nemo. 
Oh well, my Finding God. Nemo, I mean, that was a really good, good one. Yeah. yeah. But you understand the plot of The Little Mermaid. Sort of. Can you tell me again? Because I was, we were busy laughing oh, in yeah. your face while you were reading. This. <laughs> okay, so is that echo going to come through? Of oh, I the, think I turned it off. No, I mean of when you're telling the the um, story. Should you do it again, and I can put music under it? Oh, yeah, let me try. I'll just say it out and loud then I'll one pay more attention time. To what yeah, you're yeah. Saying. Do it. Do okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> you are a 16 year old mermaid princess dissatisfied with your underwater life in the kingdom of Atlantica. One day you swim to the surface and see a ship. The handsome Prince Eric is celebrating his birthday. Just then, a violet storm hits and you drag the prince to safety and sing to him. You fall in love. Unfortunately, contact between people and humans is forbidden by your father, King Triton. It's just not fair. Desperate to be with Prince Eric, you visit the sea witch Ursula. She gives you a choice. She will transform you into a human for three days in exchange for your voice, which she, which she locks inside of a shell. Within these three days, you must receive the kiss of true love from Eric. If Eric kisses you, you will remain a human permanently. Otherwise, you will be transformed back into a mermaid and belong to Ursula. Would you give up your family, and your voice, and your mermaid tail for true love? So it sounds like you're giving up your family no matter what. Because yeah. you're either going to be a human with this guy, or you're going to belong to this... Is she like a hag? Like a sea hag? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what she is. She's a big octopus woman. Her name's Ursula. And what she does is she takes the souls of people who want things from her. It's like making a deal with the devil. Like yeah, the exactly. It is. But I think to start, what we should talk about is just off the bat. Mm-hmm. Would, would You meet someone you really love, but being with them means you can't see your family anymore. Would you take that deal? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. So why do you say yes? What's well, true love? I mean, you can't just rely on the love of your family for forever because eventually they're all going to be dead and you're just going to be alone. Yeah, it's just like my question is it's like it's like she wanted, I, in the question of for true love, would I stop talking to my family? Well, I would hope I wouldn't have to have that choice. Yes. But you do. Let's say that you fall in love with someone, but they live, okay, they're, they live in outer space. All right. This is like in the future and they're on like a Mars colony. I don't know if I have the type of personality that like, that like where I'd be happy dropping everything for one person. Well, you might resent them. Yeah, I feel like I, you know, it's just not in my, it's like I have so much rooted in my life that taking me out of that uh, just breeds unhappiness for me, I think. You know, just seeing like outer space or something where it's like, would you leave everything you've ever known to go, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I So it's guaranteed like true love, like you're not going to be with this person and then in like 20 years they're going to be cheating on you and like <laughs> no, well, like, but I mean, isn't that the risk you always take i don't know i mean just because i i think it is true love but i don't know it depends like do you guys believe in a one true love anyway Mm-mm. no i see that's the thing but but you have to take into consideration also that ariel in the movie is 16 yeah Ew. so she's like Ju- juliet romeo and juliet well it, it's really is the romeo and juliet dilemma as well like would you betray your family to be with someone and but all, the added thing to it is that Ariel isn't just going up to land to be with her true love. She wants to be human more than anything. Oh. So it's like what? And of course he's you know she sees him and she, and she's like oh my god well I got to be with this guy. But, but she also can't talk now. So that so she goes up to land mm-hmm. without her voice. And yeah. she has to make this dude fall in love with yeah. her without talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's rough. It's really rough. You know, Kira Knightley was on Ellen, and she said that she will not show her daughter The Little Mermaid. Why? She says it's anti-feminist. She said it's not anything she ever wants to teach her daughter, that in order to get a man, you, you, you can get a man even if you don't have a voice. Okay, interesting. And actually, the Grimm's fairy tale version of The Little Mermaid is even worse. What? Do you guys know what happens in that? No, no. what's it called? Okay. Um, let me see. 
It's called the little slut hoe. <laughs> the little victim. <laughs> the little victim. The little kept woman. <laughs> the little, the little laundry. <laughs> laundry slave. The little cook. The little housekeeper. <laughs> the little apron wearer. <laughs> 
I can objectively look at this from a mermaid's point of view. I have to look up those sisters' names. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into an improv scene here where we're going to get really – we're going to try – and this is from your point of view. So we're going to try and really get – It is Aquata. That's great. I I think I got most of them right. Aquata, Andrina, Arista, Atina, Adela, and Alana. Is that what I said? They all sound great except for Aquata. Aquata. (laughs) Aquata sounds like – I'm a quata. She probably has a birth defect. Aquata. <laughs> well, let's see. Which one do you think is Aquata? They're all kind of hot, but they really, um, all of them look like they've been kind of stunned with a stun gun. <laughs> Quata's well, the one with the spikes on her head. Yeah, I is think you true? might be right. I don't know. It makes sense. All right, Steve. Welcome to the Sea Witch Lair. <sighs> oh, oh, hello. Gosh, this place is hideous. Thank you. Come on <laughs> in. A, Don't be shy. Take a seat, Steve. Okay, I'm going to sit on this open clamshell. If it... Ooh, don't let it bite you. My, what a pretty merman you are. Oh, thank you. Or thank mermaid. You. What a, What are you? What would you like? I'm both. Ooh. I, I have flippers from the waist down, That's so it's... Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> I like it. Now, what can we do for you today? Uh, I'm fairly miserable with my situation, my place in life right now, and look here under the sea and uh, in Aqua. Toes are tapping. In Aqua. Fins are tapping. <laughs> I did meet someone who I really like, mm-hmm. but it's a human. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to explore my options with uh, a, starting a relationship with this person. It's the most excited I've been to meet a, 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 another being. Ooh. That sounds really just cool. And why? Why? <laughs> She's the good cop. <laughs> and why wouldn't you have everything you want? But of course, once you leave the ocean, you can never come back. I don't... Well... Like I said, I'm fairly miserable with my life. My father's really uh, overbearing. Triton? King Triton? Tri- oh, you, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, everybody he's knows my dad. A, he's a tough one. He's he, a tough I heard cookie. he destroyed your collection of dingle hoppers. Yeah, and I've been collecting those since I was like four. Yes, we know. We it's know. not like you can get a dangle hopper at any seaweed bed. <gasps> Steve, how far are you willing to go to get the things you want? I feel like in order to pursue pure happiness, I sh- there should be no limit to how far I would go. Could we hmm. take your fingers? <sighs> all of them? Fingers. All my fingers. Yes. Okay, if you want... Sure. If you want to... If it's only fingers, then yeah, you can have my fingers. What about your eyes? Could we take your eyes? I mean, this this guy is really cute. I'm not going to be able to see him anymore. I'm not going to be able to see half the things of Earth so and land. Eyes, a line. You've I drawn would like a line, to keep my eyes. eyes. I'd like mm-hmm. to keep my eyes. But what about your voice? I mean, I've been told my voice is my best feature. Really? Yeah. I'm a really great singer. Can uh, we hear something? <laughs> yeah. Can we hear you sing a song you think might be in this movie? Yep. Well, the ocean's deep and my dad likes to keep me under his really heavy thumb. And if I go on land and meet a handsome man, <laughs> I don't think that I'd be so bummed. Very I mean, that's, nice. it's, I'm workshopping that. But don't worry. Even if we take your voice, uh, you can still work with your body language. <laughs> that's pretty much all I'd have because I have no finger. I couldn't even sign. Well, we wouldn't take your fingers and your voice. Oh, okay. It's one or the other. Well, Steve, what do you think? Do you think we could take your voice? That's what I do. It's what I live for. To help unfortunate merfolk. Oh, what like a monster. Poor soul. This will give you a little no insight. One else to turn to. 
I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways. Repented, seen the light, and made a switch. Two years, and I fortunately knew a little magic. It's a talent that I. Would you trust this woman? Absolutely not. Lately, please don't laugh. I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely, and distressed, pathetic, poor, unfortunate souls in pain. This one longing to be thinner. That one wants to get the girl. And do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor. Okay, well, you get the idea. <laughs> so I think, though that though that that uh, improv didn't tell us much, it did. I think it is important to look at the question of to get exactly what you want in life. You have to take chances. You do you do you I mean what do you do you let go of th- like how easy is it for you to let go of things and just go and do it? I mean like how easy is it for you to let go of people? It seems like well honestly it seems like if you have people holding you down that set limits like yeah. I forbid you to do this, I forbid you to see them. They're not people worth sticking around for anyway, well, even like if it is father. your family. Oh wow, I I like that. Yeah, I think that's I hadn't thought about it like that before. But even in Ariel's case, it's society. It's the C society. But I guess that her, because her father, C society, society, C, C society. But it's but it's him who has banned humans and mermaids from even connecting with one another. So it is her father who's making all these rules. One hundred percent. And same thing with Romeo and Juliet too. It's, it's like their families. Yeah, it's the families and that feud, and it doesn't yeah. make any sense. No. Yeah, I think that you definitely, if there's people around you holding you back from doing what you'd love to do, then you got to do whatever you need to to get to the place you want to be. I agree. I agree. And when you make it more about following your dreams as opposed to like just for this guy, then it's easier for me to say like, yeah, actually, I think Ariel did do the right thing. Although I would not have trusted Ursula. No. Be- she was between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And she had daddy issues. Her dad had just ruined her entire bedroom filled with all her knickknacks. She needed a mama. What did you call them? Her dinglehopper. <laughs> what is a dinglehopper? That's a fork that she thinks is a hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a trident? No, it's actually just a little fork. But she's always brushing her hair with that. Did she find it in the ocean or something? And think, oh. And then she has this um, seagull friend named Scuttle who comes, she shows it to him because he's between, and then he tells her what he thinks it is. It's really a cute movie. You should watch it at yeah. some Maybe. at some point. Now, what about giving up? How important do you think your voice is in in someone getting to know you? It would be I, It's really difficult. But also... So she's already met this guy. Mm, in the They night. had a brief encounter. Did he see her or yes. was he like unconscious drowning and she dragged him? You, got, you hit the nail on the So head. he really doesn't know about her at all. He, he wakes up to see... He does see her kind of like... He sees her for a moment. Yeah, but he's he's like this. But he doesn't talk to her. And no. She's, he, she, he hears her singing. And then you run the risk of going out on land and... Oh my God! I remember you sing me that song. Yeah, and she and can't. you're like, <laughs> well, they've taken a, the Ursula takes away everything she has pretty much to offer, other than her looks, mm-hmm. and the looks don't well, get you important. that far, honey. You <laughs> looks know, are important. I, honest to God, I think I do well without a voice. <laughs> By the way, I'm drinking out of a Cinderella cup. <laughs> That's no accident. <laughs> it's an accident. It's no accident. Oh, it isn't. Okay. I think I do well without a voice. Well, yeah, I could see you've got kind of an expressive face. I have an expressive face. It would teach me to be present in moments, to not to not want to like get my two cents in all the time, and to just like take in everything. And of course, I could write notes and stuff. And you've been doing drunk history for years. You're not using exactly, your own voice exactly. But I just honestly, I don't think, I mean, I love, I think my voice is a huge asset. Of course, I love to sing. But at the end of the day, I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world for me or the people around me if I couldn't speak my mind. <laughs> you still write. Could you write? Yeah, I you could, could write. still write. Absolutely. I just think I, I, 
I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that you do well without a voice? I mean, no, but I, I could probably make it work. I'd rather lose my voice than like my sight yeah. or my hearing. They're those silent or my fingers. Was stuff? that a thing? No. Did Irma sh- want her to lose her fingers? Irma, Irma. <laughs> What's her name? Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> Irma. She's not a lunch lady. <laughs> No, that was just Amanda she's getting not, a little... She's not a short order waitress. <laughs> what about you, Amanda? Um, it would be it would be so hard to like give up your voice. I don't know. I just don't think I would make a deal with Ursula. It's too good to be true, and it, it is. Yeah. I'd say, why doesn't he make some sort of deal to come grow a fin? Come live under the water. Because <laughs> he doesn't know Ursula exists. I know. I just think he would drown. I, yeah. I also think that the underwater world looks so fun, mm-hmm. and that being a mermaid actually looks fun. So I, I feel like I, my loyalty to my family would not let me go above land. Even if your daddy was telling you that you had to stay there, like, what if you even wanted to just take a little peek up land, and your daddy was saying, "No, you can't even daddy. go take a peek." <laughs> your daddy. big daddy, your big, your big, big sea papa. daddy, your big. <laughs> Your your clam daddy. Clam daddy. <laughs> nope. I'd say please, yeah. clam daddy, just a peek. <laughs> please, clam daddy. Oh, just a peek. I just think at the end of the day, you got to follow your dreams, but not trust people who offer you the world. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Prince Eric is, I think we can agree, Maria, that he's the hottest prince. No. What? Who do you think is the hottest prince? Simba. Simba's so hot. Is yes. Simba a lion? He is. Yeah. Do you have human form or you're just attracted no, to I'm an a, I'm attracted to his vibe. Well, it's JTT. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. I would say, I no, that? Aladdin's hotter than Eric. Yeah, Aladdin. He's a street rat. <laughs> a street rat. A That's what they snake. call him. A, yeah. Do we get to the bottom of it? What do you mean? Do we get to the bottom of our dilemma? I think so. I mean, now I think it's time to move on to the dear big ones. Okay. I mean, unless anyone has more to say. So what's the consensus? We would go out on to follow our happiness? I think. I, I think you wouldn't. You'd stay with your I said no, but I actually... family. <laughs> all my six bitch sisters. The quata. I wouldn't do it just for a guy, but I'd do it if I was greatly unhappy with where I was. It's also not cool to be stuck somewhere. Yeah. Mm, right. What about you, Steve? I'm I'm with you, Maria. I'd get I'd get out of there. Yeah. You gotta get out from under the sea. Follow your bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay, right. that's good. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Sure. You're welcome. Okay, so I'm uh, we've got a dear big ones here. This is from a listener. Okay. Hair today, gone tomorrow. I am a 50-year-old happily married man who works as a mid-level manager at an IT department of a large corporation. I was recently at a company picnic and noticed that one of the newer, younger employees, who happens to be a woman and who I barely know, got a new hairstyle that is an improvement so great I have trouble describing it. (laughs) (laughs) Think frizz with dreadlocks to sophisticated shoulder length. I want to tell her how great it looks, but I can't think of any way to do it without seeming like a creep. I've been trying to live my life as someone who doesn't wait until it's too late to acknowledge and encourage others, especially in my role as a mentor. But I can't make this one work. And honestly, I'm a tiny bit afraid of what my wife might think if I ask her for advice. I thought of telling a surrogate, but that's just being creepy to a different person. Should I just let it go? I think a spider just fell off the ceiling onto Maria. Did you see Maria. a spider? No, I just saw you jump. Okay, I heard. I felt something on me, and then I jumped. <laughs> oh no! And it was scary. This I, seems like a very easy one. What? I don't think there's any problem saying, "Hey, I like your hair." Yeah, I think this surrogate thing is a little crazy. Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. I think that this man. It sounds like in today's era he's trying to he's overthinking this yeah but at this point you've over i think he's overthought it so much that he should just let it go at this point (laughs) yeah her hair has probably grown out already also because if he says something now it's going to be so loaded with like all this i just need to tell you how much i like your hair Uh, oh i wouldn't preface it with that i just walking by hey angela nice hair 
Yeah. And just keep going. That's right. If you could do it as a walk by, I think that's yeah. actually really smart. Not a, like a, don't do like a, a, a group email to the whole workplace. No, no, no. Guys. Yeah, I know. The other thing I want to say is if you're thinking that you're using this compliment as kind of like a teachable moment where like your hair before was so bad Mm -hmm. that I want to give you a compliment as a way to say, hey, this is better. I don't think that's good because I think that will come across in a weird way, even if you don't say anything like that. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like Steve said, when it comes to complimenting people, even people you don't know that well, because he said he doesn't know her that well, just on as you see it as it happens there's nothing wrong with going hey nice i like your haircut oh i love your shoes oh you know like i'll say that to people like even if i'm waiting in line you know like like oh cool bag like people it just all it is is it's not anything for you it's all for the other person to just let them know like what you're something you're doing is brightening it's not my day. like you're saying hey I really like your hair. You should take off your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Don't come a- make it come across like that. that. Just say, just, I like your haircut. It should be so like kind of thrown away and that it's just something you noticed and that's all it is. You, and you shouldn't go, oh my God, could you imagine if he went up and he was like, oh, your hair before was so horrible. I'm so glad you got it cut. <laughs> thank you. We all just wanted to thank you for cutting your hair. Yeah. Never do anything you like pig. that. Yeah, I, I think he's just over, he's overthinking it. Yes. But I do think, you know, sometimes compliments, especially when it's coming from a higher up to a female employee, especially if you're a guy and she's a woman, like, where is the line with compliments? Because I do think haircut is pretty, like, down the ro- middle of the road. Yeah. But I think there is something a little creepy about going like, oh, lovely blouse. Yeah. Well, if it's like low cut or something, but if it really is like a like a shirt with like cool designs on it, you could say like cool shirt. If it's anything that's just cool, if it comes from a place, if in the moment you're looking at it and you're going, that's so cool looking. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I it's, do that all the time. Like yeah. I'll, I'm obsessed with like, I'll be like, oh my god, I can't, I love your shoes. Those are where did you get like right. I think it's how it comes across. Is and if you're overthinking it, then it's going to come across as creepy. I agree. You got to just take it as it comes, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> is that the right? You're not supposed to comment on people's weight, though. No, right? Like obviously not if they're gaining weight, but even if they're losing weight, they just, could be sick or sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's either sick, sad, or keto. Keto. Six sad or keto. I'm going to roll the dice and hope she's on keto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. So um, I don't know. I do think it, it can be in the workplace. Compliments can be a little tricky. I mean, maybe this woman's hair got stuck in the drain or, a, you know, in a hot tub. Yeah, but then that would make it feel good or make her feel good if someone Less, said, I like yeah. your haircut because it took a bad situation and turned into something good. Listen, I've never heard a compliment I didn't love. Okay. Yeah. Oh, except for one time. What was it? <laughs> one time this woman who I was working with, she was, I said something and she laughed and she goes, you are so funny. You don't have a sincere bone in your body. <laughs> God. We call those backhanded compliments. What does that even mean? You don't have a sincere bone in your body. I don't know. You're incapable of being serious. Yeah. Uh. God, that was pretty mean. But I did borrow five dollars from her for parking, and I said I'd repay her, and I never did. <laughs> I hope she listens. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm she, sure does. she does. Well, I hope that worked out for you, hairless, and or whatever hair, hair today, gone tomorrow. Hairless. <laughs> so, do you think you'll watch Little Mermaid now, Steve? If it were on like Netflix or one of the streaming services that I already mm-hmm. have, I would. If it was on a flight, I wa- tend to watch most of the movies that I would never normally watch on flights. Right. So I, it's not off limits. All it's right. not out of the realm of possibility. It would be great for Steve on a flight oh, and then the person next to you sees you watching <laughs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> and crying. Yeah, would you I would. cry? Is it a sad one? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yes, it is sad. (laughs) 
I have to say for everyone listening, if you haven't heard the other episode we did with Steve, it is one of my favorite episodes. It's, and that yeah. has to be my favorite dilemma, too, we've ever done. Saving a monkey? Yeah. Save a monkey or a hundred-year-old woman. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, it, but, it really you know, the is... the monkey to... is like a chimp with a lot of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Talk about a voice mattering. Although the v- monkey can... <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining the monkey talking. No, he will use sign language. Yes, which you could obviously learn sign language. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally would give up my voice to just get out of the place. Amanda, now you're scaring me. Amanda, I started talking, and Amanda started doing sign language to herself. That I was signing what you're saying. (laughs) Have you ever gone to a concert and there's a signer like on Uh -uh. the side of the stage, like for the hearing impaired people? No. Is it cool? It's interesting. I've also been at like Q&As at like Comic-Con or yeah. on panels. Panels that I've been on where uh, the there's a person doing sign language off to the side of the stage. And then we all start saying horrible shit that uh-huh. she has to. Oh, okay. And does her face kind of turn to be like. They okay. laugh because I'm sure they get it all the time. Right, right, like, right. Oh, boy, I sure hate my sign language job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted to go into, you know, She wanted to work at the the UN, but she's working at the Comic-Con. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think she's signing bleep? 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 No, I bet she's really saying the F word. Mm. I wonder if that's bleep, too. Amanda's bleep was just a a hand star. Oh, maybe, yeah. Bleep. A hand star. Uh, It actually would be amazing to learn sign language. (laughs) I I would would love to learn it. I would love that. Well, guys, uh, yeah. yeah, Steve, anything you want to plug or... I have a podcast called We're No Doctors. It's great. It's going? all medical related stuff. It's going good. Yeah? Yeah. I've had a lot to talk about lately because of my kidney stone. That's but, right. Um, People can go over there to learn about your kidney stone dilemma. And oh, we boy. did hear the whole story before we heard hopped it. on the mics and it's, it's riveting. It's riveting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was traumatic. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It was... I've told people, I go, it's, I, I would have been happier passing a kidney stone than having wow. that surgery. Mm. But I couldn't pass it because it was too big, so I right. had to have the surgery. Sometimes life isn't fair. Would you have made a deal with Ursula to Maybe. get... Would you have? Maybe, yeah. That was horrible. That was a horrible week. Wow. Would you cut off... Would you cut off painlessly your pinky? For what? To have not had to have that surgery? No. Mm. Really? You like your pinky that much? I, I, I yeah, I feel. Now that it's over, I'm of course he's going to. Yeah, yeah but we, next time something happens, we'll be there with the ultimatum or two. <laughs> um, if we, would you take this deal? You have to be shrunk down to five foot two, <laughs> but you get six million dollars. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Five two. What yeah. if you had to grow? I would love six. I'd buy a house immediately. Where? What would if you, you buy had it? to grow to eight feet tall? Eight feet tall for six million. Let's see, I'm six seven right now. It's only like another foot and a half, right? It would be a lot. You'd be a lot. Yeah, that's. I mean, Shaq is only like seven feet. You might work a lot though, actually, if you were eight feet tall. Maybe. All those Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, yeah, I'd do creature stuff. It'd be like, put this rubber suit on and sweat your ass off. <laughs> yeah. Where would you buy a house if you if you had that $6 million? i just like to know. Boy, I don't know. Maybe up in the hills, Hollywood Hills. I like this area, too. Hmm, this is a nice area. All right. We won't say where it is, but I like your area. We're in... Um... Rosemead. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Azusa. <laughs> We're in Monrovia. And where can people find you if they want to? Like right now? Yeah. <laughs> Just come to Monrovia. Uh, all the social networking platforms, I'm at Steve Agee. That's simple. That's yeah. easy enough. Easy peasy. And you can find us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your uh, dear big ones or your big screen big ones. Or you can tweet us at the Big Ones Pod. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, Steve, thanks so much for being on again. I yeah. hope you had a good time. Anytime. I, I loved it. I hope this was okay, even though you hadn't seen the movie. Oh, no, it's great. I mean, uh, it's it's kind of an age-old dilemma, I think. So Yeah. 
Just just human dilemma. Following your bliss. Mermaid dilemma. Yep. Follow your bliss. Hashtag follow your bliss. Well, I guess it's time for me to go back to Atlantica to see my father, King Triton, my best friend, Flounder, and even Sebastian. <laughs> What's Sebastian? He's a crab. A crab? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> all right. I'll see you all later. Bye. Well, thanks for listening to The, the Big, Big one. Oh, you say it too, Steve. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to The, the Big, Big Ones. ones. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> so <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.